Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zeta Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoke. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You're watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romoran, and Chino Liao welcoming everybody to episode number 450. 450 hey, episodes. Hey, big deal. We don't have a 450 splash, but we have a giveaway for today. Like we posted on social media. Sorry, Chino. Sabi, gusto lang sabihin, as epic as a Matt Seidel 450. Or a... Sino ba ba yun mga nag-450? Pero di tayo madudulas. Hey, say what's up to Gene Ferrer. Gene, what's up, man? What's up, Gene? Congrats on the new business venture. Looking forward to seeing uh, more from you, Mr. Big Boss. Boswaki also joining us, already sending some halo-halo through Facebook. Uh, so yeah, it's episode number 450. Uh, like we promised, magpaparaffle kami ng broken Matt Hardy action figure. And we'll show that later on unless, Ro, you have it right there with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it right here. Yeah, I thought It's right here. It is wrapped in plastic. And it also has Vanguard 1 with a holograph hologram of... Matt Hardy himself. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's got solid, all solid. the works, guys. All the works. So solid chat. It's a really good figure. Uh, first time ko makita ng AEW figure in uh, in person, and it's really good. Uh, really good craftsmanship. So yeah, we're super excited to give that to one of our listeners, to one of you. Bilang pasasalamat sa support nyo sa Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And of course, that all starts by you becoming a Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron because yung, you know, what, what we get from the patron program, that's actually what we spent on this action figure. So Ro, let's tell them about how they can become a Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron. Yeah, and guys, so if you want to support the podcast with your small, uh, definitely not expensive monetary contributions every month, you can sign up for our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as 250 pesos a month. You get to support us. You get access to our watch parties, get access to our discord server where we talk wrestling, get free merch. Um, we are planning some merch really uh, for real, for real this time. 
And yun, a lot of other good stuff. May pasabay pa kaming mangyayari eventually uh, in the near future. So if you want some WWE merch or AEW merch, you know what to do. You can join us uh, at our little community. Again, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Speaking of staying online, you know that you have to protect your devices, especially when you start browsing the internet. Because NordVPN and what they offer. And by subscribing to NordVPN, you can actually help us out here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Yeah, you can uh, really help us by you know getting the content that you normally no, don't have access to here in the Philippines. You know, like Disney Plus or Hulu or whatever else have you. Peacock, if you will. If you want all of that, you can get through it and protect your online surfing as well with a really nice NordVPN subscription. All you got to do is use our affiliate link. It is podlink.co slash 476. Podlink.co slash the numbers. 476, it will take you to the NordVPN website where you can subscribe to a two-year, four-month special deal for only $89. That is 4,500 pesos. And again, podlink.co slash 476. All right. Uh, one last thing before we get to our first topic for tonight. Tinanong ni Julian kanina how we became part of PNA. And we kind of mentioned Chino joining the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And here's your opportunity to find yourself a spot share right here on the podcast tell them about it chino all right so for you to join it's actually very very easy all you have to do is number one be following us here on spotify if you're listening to the audio only version of this podcast you have to be following us on spotify next you have to meet some criteria that we have number one you have to be a regular viewer of all the wrestling content available so I'm not talking about indie shows, but more mga WWE shows, mga AEW shows. All of that has to be part of your weekly consumption. Number two, you also have to have the ability to form an opinion. So, syempre, lat kami dito, we give our opinions on a weekly basis. Diba? So you have to have that same ability with you when you do your video. And number three, personality. Kailangan entertaining ka. Kailangan you have a voice. For a living, because that is essentially what you will end up doing. Now, you meet all three requirements. All you have to do is post a one minute video on our social media page, tagging uh, the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast social media, uh, reacting to the latest episode of this podcast. It could be this one or it could be this week's audio only. All you have to do is tag us and tell us in one minute what you like best about this week's episode. All right, so there you have it. Uh, those are uh, the requirements and the audition process for the new co-host of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And we're looking to seeing your submissions on Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, or Instagram. Follow you there, all right? Let's start off with some good news. Congratulations to friend of the podcast, Robbie Eagles, or as he now calls himself, Bobby Two Belts. He and Tiger Mask are the new IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions. They defeated El Desperado and Yoshinobu Kanemaru of Suzuki Goon uh, last Tuesday night at the Road to Power Struggle event at Currican Hall. And I was watching that event. Really fun main event for that uh, for that show. And I- I'm just really happy for, for uh, Robbie, who's not only a trailblazer for Australian wrestlers. He's the first Australian IWGP champion. And I think he's also the first Filipino IWGP champ. Tapos double champ pa. 
Oh, uh, you're definitely right in that he's the first Filipino uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. Um, I don't think Jeff Cobb has won anything yet, especially TJP as well. Yeah, never lang. Never lang yung kay Jeff Cobb. Yeah, never. Pero hindi yun IWGP. So big, big deal here for Kuya Bobby, Kuya Robbie. Uh, it's a, you know, it's really proof that they have high hopes for him. That he is being made to carry the junior heavyweight division right now. Chaka, I can proudly say na kumain ako sa Jollibee with oh, the IWGP yun, junior uh-huh. heavyweight champion. And junior <laughs> heavyweight tag team champion. And then now, the tag team champion, diba? So congrats to Robbie Eagles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, super, super big deal. Um, if you haven't seen it, he actually had the Tagalog words, familia, and puso on his wrist tape. And he cut a post-match promo about it. He mentioned yung family niya dito sa Pilipinas. And he also tweeted about how uh, that win, that match, was really for the Filipinos uh, because of his trip here last year, nung February 2020, how that really made a mark on him. So, uh, you know, Robbie Eagles, a big advocate of the Philippine wrestling scene. So thank you so much for, uh, you know, for representing us out there. The gear that he wore, Philippine flag-inspired, brand new gear din yun. So go check that out. Yep, yep. Uh, if you missed the promo, you can catch it on our TikTok because I, I put the video up there, and especially the part where he talks about um, everything Filipino that he did for this match. Yeah, yeah. So there. Uh, it's on our TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. Let's go to WWE now because the new rosters have finally settled down. Uh, we were waiting for Crown Jewel to come and go for the new rosters to take effect, and here we are. So give me your thoughts on... Uh, the new rosters for Raw and SmackDown. How does each show look now that nag nag ano na nag take effect na to? Okay, I've seen Raw more than SmackDown, and right now Raw feels like everything SmackDown did uh, over the past year, and lang sa Monday nights and naging three hours long. So uh, I feel like the draft, while good on paper, didn't really change much. It just really shifted. Um, it really just shifted the storylines from one brand to the other. Uh, I can't really say for sure on SmackDown because I wasn't able to catch uh, much of last week's show. But um, medyo lazy pa rin yung pagkaka-implement, if you will. I don't know what you guys think about that. Ikaw, Chino. I like how they, yung nga sinabi ni Rotama din siya, na they transferred all the successful storylines from SmackDown onto Raw. And I like how they did that in a sense kasi Raw needs all the help that it can get in terms of boosting its viewership, especially since the tatalo na sila ng AEW, diba? So, I can totally see why that was the move there. It might have been a lateral move in terms of storylines, but I can totally see how Raw, which is your longest-running uh, television show, uh, was able, is, is going to be bolstered by all this new talent. Now, that said, Raw has had the problem of fitting the three hours before. Diba? It's always had the problem where the product became too stagnant because they weren't creative enough with how they used their talent or how they built up the storylines. Sana naman, with all the great stories that transferred over, your Edge, your Seth Rollins, and everybody else that jumped ship, sana naman, So they haven't really started new build-up yet for Survivor Series. I think they're giving us this week to kind of just really settle in with the new look for Raw and SmackDown. And I'm going to agree with Wilson in the comment section. Sabi niya, sobrang ganda raw nung main event, the Fatal 4-Way ladder match. I agree. It was really good. And if you notice, 
all four participants had come over there from SmackDown. Yeah, diba? Diba? Yun yung sinasabi ko yun. Like, uh, you would think that the draft mixed them up so, you know, the SmackDown guys can mix it up with the Raw guys who stayed. But it was this old SmackDown guys mixing it up with each other. So parang wala rin ako, parang nanood din ako ng SmackDown before the draft. Yeah, um, you know, the, the only thing I would have wanted out of this week's Raw was for them to have promoted that main event. Because for yeah, me, it, it's a big uh, main event. Those are all former world champions. Ray, KO, Seth, Finn, diba? All former world champions, ladder match pa. Tapos sobrang ganda rin kinalabasan ng match. Imagine if they promoted that beforehand. I don't think it would have been too hard, right? Like, I, I wish that main event would have gotten some hype before the actual show to get me really excited because it was a great main event. I would stand here because I get to your point, Moro, but I, didn't, I also understand that these four guys were in the main event because they have the pedigree to back it up. Diba? They're fallen former world champions. Because I mean, they SmackDown. Lahat. The winner is still going to offer fresh matchups against Big E since Big E has been on the Raw for so long already. Yeah, um, so Seth ends up winning that match. I'm excited for Big E and Seth. We've never gotten that on the main roster. I believe Big E beat Seth for the NXT Championship the NXT almost Championship. a decade uh, ago. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was a long yep. time ago. They were different guys then, and they're different guys now. So this is going to be a fresh storyline on Raw. I'm really excited for it. Um, going down the card, they are mixing things up with some people like uh, Bearcat Lee. He's really Bearcat Lee, except you know um, he's more growly, I guess. Uh, para in theme with the bear cat motif. What do you think about that? Because it's been ni Roman J. Uh, um, I don't mind it. Uh, I know people still don't like it because it's not much, but it is still something. Uh, I don't know if I like it better than the limitless stuff, pero um, it makes sense. I like it because he's dominant, and that's all I could wish for right now for Keith Lee. Then I am <laughs> still so undecided. I really am because I love Keith Lee. When he was positive and he was so articulate, right? it's an edge that not a lot of um, African American wrestlers have. Right? They're always so street and so ghetto. And Keith Lee sounded so eloquent and he was on the mic. And so and I felt like that set him apart. But at the same time, this is something that you guys said. This is something that people can latch on to about right? this primal nature that is part of Keith Lee now, apparently. So maybe I'll give it time. I mean, I haven't really heard him do anything that special just yet. Pero we'll see. Yeah, he just demolished Cedric Alexander, confirming <laughs> that the Hurt Business has really just slid down so low, and it's really unfortunate. But hey, Keith Lee's on TV. That's enough to make me happy. Uh, Emil mentioned Damien Priest. Medjo <laughs> weird Nah, he now has this new... Uh, dichotomy to his character now, like from out of nowhere, wala siyang triggering event, walang catalyst, bigla na lang, uh, he has this angel and devil side to him. What do you make of that? Parang, may na- Parang Vince saw his name, Damien Priest, his first name is Demon, and his last name is Priest? Tapos, yun yung ano, bago yung gimmick, so, wow, let's make him Jin Kazama from Tekken, diba? So, yung may devil Jin pala siya. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh I yeah you're right well that's a triggering event and that's super weird because it is again lazy storytelling because uh they didn't explain like the same way they didn't explain why Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin got back together uh no Damien priest isn't a heel Wilson he's just he just has a devil inside of him 
Because if you notice his Titantron, there are two sides, the light side and the dark side. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know what to make of it, to be honest. I just know he's not a heel because he's T-Bar. T-Bar is the heel. And well, I, I guess you could say in a triggering event, yung, yung chair, hinampas ni T-Bar kay No, but when did, he, when did he get the two sides to him, to his, to his soul? Yeah, yeah well, that came before. Yeah. Mm, nung entrance yun, di ba? Yeah. Uh, other things on Raw before we go to SmackDown. We gotta talk about Queen Zelina. Long live the British accent. I love it. Taking a page out of King Booker or King Booker. Good stuff. I, I, I enjoy it. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, it's a good uh, good way to start off the first ever queen. I like that. I like that. It's a good twist on her story. Maybe big new ones that King Booker got when he became king. And also a great way to make up for 9-11. Right? <laughs> oh, I, guess, yeah. I, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Like she hasn't come out of her shell with a British accent. Because it came and went. Like hindi siya consistent, unlike si King Booker, like really throughout the entirety of his storyline. Si story King Booker committed to sa accent, yeah, yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, feeling ko it'll take a while, but when she, you know, goes uh, and and doubles down on it, it'll be glorious. I I can't wait. I'm excited for for Queen Zelina. Uh, we're gonna talk about SmackDown in a bit. Uh, we have a lot to talk about in terms of SmackDown, especially what happened in that uh, main event and what happened off the air. But before that, we gotta let you know that. Uh, one of the ways you can support the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast is through your online shopping. And that's over Break. on Lazada. <laughs> Break time na pala. All right, all right. Guys, uh, payday sales are coming up soon. It is time to support the podcast while doing your online shopping on Lazada. All you got to do is use our affiliate link. It is podlink.co slash IAM, podlink.co slash the letters IAM. Uh, type that in your mobile browser. It will take you to the app at the cart and check out from there. And what you buy will help us do what we do here on the podcast at no extra cost to you. Speaking of Lazada, did you know that you can get yourself a Union Bank Lazada credit card and support the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast at the same time? Here's how. Yes, sir. If you get a Union Bank Lazada credit card and you use it to shop on Lazada, you get six times the Lazada credits. So uh, really good deal there. So just sign up for a new Union Bank Lazada credit card by using our link, podlink.co slash LJ9, podlink.co slash LJ and the number nine. And every sign up goes a long, long way in helping us do what we do here on the podcast. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Are you a big sports fan? If so, make sure to listen to Off the Record with me, Mix Bustos. Together, we'll get up close and personal with the biggest names in the sports industry. Check it out after listening to this episode. Off the Record is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other major podcast platforms thanks to Podcast Network Asia. Catch you guys on my show. All right, we're live on Kumu. We actually went live a few minutes ago. So let's say hi to all of our viewers over there. All right. Say hey to Scumageddon who asks, can WWE make T-Bar Dijakovic again? Uh, I would love that as well. I think we all would love that. Uh, thank you to user 115 for following us. Kyle for sending halo halo as per usual. Maraming salamat, Kyle. And thank you to everyone who is joining us tonight on the Kumu stream. Uh, you know, we're just happy that you're here to listen to us talk about wrestling and make your voices heard on the comments as well. All right, let's go to SmackDown. And I got to start with Brock Lesnar yeeting Adam Pierce to hell and basically <laughs> writing him out while Brock Lesnar himself was also written out. 
What did you think of that? Because ako yung quick thoughts ko dun was they did a lot, but they also took up so much time. Three segments yun. Three segments. Uh, I like I like that Adam Pierce stood his ground. No, he even under the threat of violence, he didn't you know fold and give in to Brock and un, and you know taking back the suspension, diba? So okay, yun, really good characterization for Adam Pierce there, taking no shit as a authority figure. Um, I guess the rumors are true that Brock is being written off to extend Roman versus Brock all the way until possibly WrestleMania if they need it to go until WrestleMania. So that's what it is right now. I like how it's also a good way to put Brock over as a face. Because we always cheer when Stone Cold uh, stuns Vince McMahon or you know, Shawn Michaels super kicks uh, Shane or something to that extent. So for me, I like that. I will say, however, that it is a it's kind of a waste of three segments where <laughs> they could have used that time to tell more stories, especially with a lot of their new uh, acquired talent. Diko lang bakit bakit nubos yung mga roster to finally placate Brock, you know? Parang no, to, ano, ba ba? to to contain yung violence kasi ba him and Roman were already throwing down. Right, right, right. all right. Oh, okay. Maganda yung Maganda din na when he saw sa Sarah, I was like, oh, nga pala, face pala ako. Hindi ka nauupakan in your suit, diba? <laughs> Pero si Adam Pierce face din naman, eh. Oh. When his suit got ripped apart, I felt bad for the guy, dude. Uh, so, Emil, yes, Adam Pierce is a face. And he, uh, he's saying na nagiging stale na raw yung pag-write out nila kay Brock. For me, hindi naman. Like, I mean, how else could he have been written off, right? Na it would make sense. Although Neil Patrick is right, uh, repetitive guy in suspension. Like if yeah. he were working a real job, a real office job, he'd be suspended. <laughs> he'd be for sued for assault. Yeah, yeah, for attacking the the authority figures, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, that that was like a third of the show already from SmackDown last week. <laughs> All right, other stuff that happened on SmackDown. Um, you can see Chino's background, King Xavier or King Woods. First of his name, really happy for the guy, very well deserved. And uh, we we were kind of wrong, but because the safe prediction here on the pod was that we would get King Finn, and so I said we got I, King I said the Xavier. So yeah, I, I said, said yeah, yeah. You said Xavier. I said Finn. Uh, I I acknowledge that both were I know were, were safe picks. I would say. Yeah, it was a it was a good segment. Um, I'm not sure about you guys though. There was a part of me that felt that Kofi was gonna turn on Woods. I don't know why. Parang uh, ba, like whenever friends are celebrating each other's wins, na one is bound to turn on the other because I really hearkened back to the festival of friendship. So yeah, I was really I, glad. Na, okay, nothing happened here. I totally get where that is coming from because from one jaded wrestling fan to another, <laughs> like it's wrestling logic, diba? It's all. It's always part of wrestling logic. That's the same thing that happened with Big E. Diba? They said Big E was going to turn on Kofi when Kofi was champion. And of course, it didn't happen. And I doubt, that, diba? I doubt that they're going to break the new day up like that. Though. I really doubt. I feel like they're going to keep them forever. Uh, together forever. Because it when to do it now, all of a sudden, it doesn't make sense for me. Naniniwala ako na na together forever than si New Day and that the um the way they broken up New Day right now by drafting Big E to a separate brand that's the most separation we'll get and I know for a fact that all three guys have actively fought against 
plans to have someone turn on the other two or whatever. Diba? I think it also helps now they're such big merch movers. Like they may they may not be in the Roman Reigns category, but I think they're very near there. As you can see from all the merch now, they've been selling for years and years and years. So, you know, uh, there, there's a lot of money they'll be leaving on the table if they break the new day up. So I'm just glad now we didn't get a breakup last week. Crossover stars to say Big E has his own cartoon, right? Woods is yeah. on YouTube killing it. He's right? on G4 TV, a... he got the gig, dude. Yeah, diba? and they have this killer podcast as well. So, it doesn't make sense. Emil yeah, is yeah. also right. Emil is also right in saying that friends don't turn on friends in real life. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, but if you are actually someone who Turned or got turned on, please let us know. Because Bahama justify natin your wrestling logic, Tita. I don't know, man. I, I know what Emil's talking about. I've gone through it, so. <laughs> Other stuff on SmackDown. Becky and Charlotte with that championship exchange and the ensuing backstage kerfuffle. Okay, people have been mentioning this in the comment section. Your thoughts, guys. Okay, no, no, no. Let's break it down first. Let's uh Lay out what we know first about the the segment. So uh, first in the segment, Charlotte tries to give Becky the Raw Women's Championship, but she drops it. And then Becky gets pissed, right? And Becky, in return, throws the SmackDown Women's Championship at Charlotte. Yeah. That's how it happened so far. And backstage, they almost got into a fist fight, but a weird confrontation along. Um, apparently Charlotte is a little paranoid that she's not being given the requisite amount of respect that she deserves or she claims to deserve. Uh, Becky is not taking any more of her shit uh, backstage. And apparently a bunch of other ladies are also not, you know, are not putting up with Charlotte anymore. So uh, according to what we know, uh, Charlotte is not, uh, really beloved at the moment. So it's super weird. Uh, the weirdest takes I've seen about this is that WWE is leaking this information to make Charlotte look bad and possibly undermine her because she may or may not want to go to AEW with, uh, with Andrade. But I don't think that's what it is because she has a good spot. Uh, right now in WWE. She still has the best spot in the women's division right now. She is still at the very forefront of either division, as we saw. So I don't see this uh, being a a demolition job on her part, on her end. Um, I just think that there are people who actually worry about their spots and sometimes it can get overboard then. Before we get to Chino, I just want to say that everything Rose said, uh, these are things that were reported by sources yeah, uh, like PW Insider, Brian yeah. Alvarez. So sinamarize lang namin to. Like, you know, none of us were there in the locker room. We don't yep. know anything uh, firsthand. It's what we know. Report lang to. Uh, uh, so mga binasa namin at ni paraphrase. Sige, Chino, go. So, okay. First of all, it's already weird to have a heel versus heel confrontation, story-wise. Say who do you root for in that scenario? Right? In the case of Charlotte versus Becky, you will naturally root for Becky more because she is more charismatic and Charlotte is, for lack of a better term, more detestable. Now, that said, that uh, gets confusion because it's not out in as proper a way as possible. 
And yes, while I can understand why people will have to worry about their spot on the card or in the roster, hindi ko din ma-imagine ma- ma- na lilipat si Charlotte Flair sa AEW. Diba? Like, imagine yeah, a world where yeah. Charlotte Flair jumps ship only to be misbooked by, by Tony Khan. Diba? Parang, I, I, I have a hard time imagining her in another wrestling company because her style and her persona is very WWE. She's a, she is a PC graduate, about one of the one of the early crossover stars, na hindi indie wrestler from that program. So that said, I can't really imagine it turning out that way for her. Okay, um, Bruce mentions that there was also a reported confrontation between Charlotte and Sonia Deville. Again, reported lang din to, nabasa ko rin to. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what to make of it other than, I guess, kapag napuno na ibang tao backstage, they will let their voices be heard. Diba? Yeah. Yeah, that's I, that's pretty much it, really. Uh, I don't know what you guys, by you guys, I mean uh, our listeners right now, what else you want us to say about it. Um they did what they had to do. Uh, ula namang, uh, Charlotte had to be escorted reportedly off the premises uh, last Friday. So there's that. So it's getting really bad. But um, it's also weird because they're also stuck whether they should be disciplining Charlotte or not. Because if they do, they have to discipline all the other people with attitudes backstage. Which I think is something they should do. Because you do have to set a set, a set an example for uh, professionalism backstage, diba? So uh, if there is a problem, I think it is on WWE's part to really address it because these things can get out of hand. Yeah, I think isinabini Ro just now really uh, also can be applied to any professional setup, diba? Let's say you're at your company and it walang pandemia, meron kayong event, diba? Merong shareholders na nandun. Tapos meron isang nagbaktol sa stage, mapaparusahan yung taong yun kung di sila masususpend or masisisante, di ba? So, it, it's about professionalism at the end of the day, really. Um, that's what this this issue boils down to. Uh, Gene in the comments says, don't we have, don't we all have that co-worker who is just a favorite and is above the law? Yun lang masasabi ko. Alright, anything else from SmackDown you guys want to bring up? Uh, wala naman, kasi they wala did spend naman. a lot of their time, you know, suspending Brock. Brock. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, let's go to NXT. We had Halloween Havoc yesterday. And yung, sinabi nila na new era, I think a lot of people were expecting Tomasa Champa to drop the title to Braun Breaker. Kasi diba, people were saying na new era, new face of NXT and all that. But for me as a viewer, yung nakita kong new era was more of how Halloween Havoc doesn't really feel like a takeover anymore. Whereas, like last year, it kind of felt takeoverish. Ngayon yung, yung matches lat sila, mga 15 minutes or less, pang TV talaga. It just didn't feel like a takeover special anymore. I don't know. I liked, I liked the tag team championship match and the NXT championship match. I thought they were pretty good for TV. Um, I understand that this is not a takeover and you will have moments where okay, you got to cut the commercial and you have to pace the match to make sure that may time pa rin for the other matches. So I had my expectations managed uh, on that note and I liked it. Um, I think they stepped up the booking for this particular episode and they delivered uh, 
good matches on a show that right now is focused on the newer wrestlers. Chino, any thoughts on Halloween Havoc? Yeah, no, I totally get where you are coming from with that uh, opinion. Because, yes, the matches are shorter, but it's not like we got a bad product. Right? No, no, it wasn't bad. I'm not saying it was bad. It was different is is all all I can say about it. It was different, and it was a great way to usher in this new era of NXT. The man having title changes to the Ganap. Three title changes. And I still still got a Halloween horror match in a haunted house. Like we like it's normal for Halloween havoc, the bus of fire. For me, it was different, but it was also enjoyable. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it, Dinaman. I mean, I loved Yung Gargano and Dexter Loomis messing with Mello and Trick. That was pretty funny. And Zombie yeah. Ref still being there a year later is yeah. hilarious. Like he's my favorite running joke on all of <laughs> NXT, right? Um, and like Ro said, there were really great matches in like MSK Imperium made me happy. Imperium being tag champs is awesome. Toxic attraction having all the belts validates yung push nila. So that's also a step in the right direction for me because I gotta admit, I was kind of getting a bit sawana with EO and Zoe Stark. Oh, they weren't really doing much with them for real. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, yeah, definitely. And I agree uh, with you guys and toxic attraction to say if there was a if there was a better way to usher a new era than to have three new champions in your brand, then I don't know what is. Yeah. Um, I, I got to give props to Io Shirai, though. That, uh, that nasty bump towards the end of the ladder match, good God. I think everybody was tweeting about it. Everybody was talking about it. Parang wala namang reports that she got badly injured or badly hurt after that. So I'm glad she seems to be doing okay. Just, just so much respect for that woman. My God. Someone here was mentioning MSK. Uh, bakit sila binubu? So there was a report that came out on Cultaholic. Si Julian. Na, si Julian Clotario. Yes, yes. Um, somebody on Cultaholic first reported that uh, it was apparently Izzy's parents who are reportedly behind MSK getting booed at the shows. And the story goes, <laughs> the story goes that Nash Carter, before he joined WWE, uh, reportedly criticized Izzy for being allowed to take a choke slam at an indie show in 2018. So ever since then, daw, masamaro yung loob ng parents ni Izzy. And because that, that crowd that attends the NXT shows, they're a close knit group. They're all mostly friends. You know, kind of like how the local events here, diba, bring fans together. And that's why they started booing MSK. Yung promoter daw reportedly were Izzy's parents. This is just a weird, weird situation, guys. So you're saying that Izzy's parents were mad at the fact that Nash Carter was con- concerned for Izzy taking a choke slam, even though yes, may consent naman siguro. Uh, she's still risking her welfare in there by taking a choke slam bump. Uh, that is super weird, guys. But weird flex. But okay. Uh, I don't know. Um. That does prove that NXT needs to tour, start touring everywhere at this point and move out of the CWC and full sail. Yeah, it's just a really, really weird situation uh, going on right now with the MSK and Izzy thing. That's all we'll say about that. Uh, Dakota Kai, let's talk about her. because She returned to NXT TV with the shovel to bury, literally bury Raquel Gonzalez, not bury in the wrestling uh um, slang sense, but yeah, uh, apparently we're getting Dakota Raquel again. 
yeah, uh, it's fine because their feud was pretty short the first time it ran, and I think that there were there was a lot more to explore in this case. So yeah, I'm okay with it. Um, at least they didn't you know stretch it out for too long. Uh, they gave Dakota a break, and then she came back as the grave digger, if you will, the mystery and, wrestler, yeah, mystery superstar. Uh, yeah, we knew we knew it was her, but yeah. I mean, I'm happy for Dakota Kai. She's one of my favorites on the uh, on NXT's women's division, so I'm happy that she's back. I'm happy she's back in a program with Raquel. And I guess must my legs thing yung story nila ngayon now that there's legit beef. Dakota cost Raquel the title, diba? Last time, parang medyo minadaling story nila eh. When Raquel had just won the championship, then Dakota turned on her. So now, at least if I'm Raquel, I really have a score to settle with, uh, with Dakota Kai because... Raquel's no longer champion because of her. And I think it's also good because it opens up Mandy Rose for the other babyface women contenders, whoever they may be. Yun lang, uh, hindi ko lang maisip kusino if it's not Io Shirai. Uh, I don't know. I don't know then. Uh, probably Cora Jade or something like that. <laughs> I guess, I guess. Uh, U1 is asking how long Dakota was gone. I think she was gone since, I know, since TakeOver, Stand and Deliver. Yeah, I uh, think so. Yeah, so she was gone for almost six months. At yep. this point. That, that's a long time. It's a very long time. Let's talk about uh, the Usos' younger brother, Solo Sikoa, who also made a debut um, at the expense of our boy, Grayson Waller. Uh, it, it's kind of weird that people all know that he's an Uso, but he's not being called an Uso. You know, um, even though it's pretty clear who you are related to, uh, you will get a new gimmick. And I guess um, they're really sticking to those guns. And sometimes it works. But I think for this, since he really, really looks like his twin brothers, uh, there is no way that you can get away from that, from from the Uso heritage. I think if he goes up to the main roster, they have to include him in the bloodline. Yeah, I would love to see that. Um, I'm not sure lang kung ano itsura niya next to Roma, next to the Usos, if he's bigger or, or smaller or less stocky or whatever. Hindi ko alam. But he looks like a big deal on NXT. And I think, uh, like Braun Breaker, he is also poised for great things. Um, I want to talk about Braun Breaker again. I don't think we've really talked about that, ma- uh, that match very much. I like how it took two fairy tale endings, a DDT to the exposed cement, and several shots to the head to kill this guy. Like, it says a lot about where Braun Breaker is in the whole NXT landscape. Now, it took all of that to eliminate him. Oh, I was watching this match before we went on air, right? So, uh, all I can say is Braun Breaker is a made man. As in, sobrang sinuman ang naniniwada sa kanya is super powerful because imagine that he had to eat a lot of finishers from Tommaso Ciampa just to stay down. So, I guess that means um, either uh, his future is very bright or his he's getting called up sooner than we think. Uh, I think they are fast-tracking him. And to be fair, Naman, he does uh, seem ready to be fast-tracked, and I'm not arguing against it. So looking forward to what he can do uh, wherever he goes. Uh, sabi ni Leo, too bad round na Braun Breaker didn't win the title. Honestly, after nung match na yun, okay lang kahit sino manalo eh. Like, I would yeah. have been happy either way. Yeah, um, uh, he... Didn't looks we didn't look weak in the loss, right? I mean, like no, no, uh, they, not at all. So um, after that, I think he has much of a claim or a bigger claim, if you will, to the NXT Championship. 
Yeah. Uh, tanong ni Roman J, nadulas lang ba si Braun when he mentioned he was a genetic freak? No, I think sinajayon. Because even the commentators repeated it. Yeah, uh, they know. Um, everyone knows who he's related to. Uh, I think at this point, that kind of pressure will eventually get them to acknowledge that, okay, he is a Steiner. Uh, hopefully, diba? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I also want to talk about the Diamond Mine Open Challenge. Sobrang ganda nun for me. Kasi sobrang buong stable yung Diamond Mine eh. So it really opens the door for literally anybody to come in and challenge. Like if you want to take on Ivy or Roddy or the Creed Brothers. Hell, if you want to get into a promo battle with Malcolm Bivens or like a <laughs> strat battle with Hachiman, diba? Yeah, uh, again, uh, they really believe in Diamond Mine and they should. Kasi they are really... Uh, legit out there, and I think uh, maganda yung scouting team ng uh, both Diamond Mine and the Performance Center for getting these guys. So I think Diamond Mine's gonna be feuding now with Kushida and Ikemenjiro, kasi yung lumberjack yeah. match de ba nung MSK yeah, yeah. match. They, they were messing with them, yeah. Oh, sila sila, sila yung mga ano nagbrawl. So that should be fun. That should be exciting. Uh, seeing Ikemenjiro and Kushida against the Creed Brothers. I'm I'm excited for that. Anything else on NXT? No, I think we covered everything. Uh, it is still a two-hour show, and yep. it was, you know, it wasn't that long. It wasn't a takeover. To be fair, na balance nila. Like everybody uh, looked like they had the right amount of time. Walay parang ah, kulang ng time tong segment or match nato. Unlike say Dynamite, diba? So yeah. I appreciate that. Okay, uh, let's go to AEW before we go to our second break. And the only thing that really stood out to me from today's episode of Dynamite was that Cody Rhodes promo. I thought that the Triple H pot shot was so unnecessary. Um, in case you didn't know, uh, yung promo ni Cody was about the Malakai Black match from this weekend. And Cody pulled out a Tiger Driver 98. Na setup niya is like the pedigree, di ba? Double underhook. So sinabi niya yun. Sinabi ni Cody na kulang na lang nagawin niya talaga yung actual move without having named that move, sneering to the camera and then abusing his power. And and like, if you know, you know, it really was a pot shot at Triple H. And I, I thought na... It just didn't need to be part of the show, you know? Uh, it wasn't really about the pot shot of Triple H. It was really about him defying um, defying what the crowd wants and, you know, giving in to whatever sinister urge he may have. Um, Emil says Cody is definitely turning heel. That's the thing. He said he wouldn't. He said that he would not and he would take the longer road through whatever to uh, to getting loved by the crowd again. So I don't know if that makes him a meta heel because um, he's doing everything the crowd doesn't want him to do and he's uh, just not acknowledging it. I don't know. Uh, but if it is, I guess it's working. But if it's not, it's super bad. It's a super bad look on his part. So I just want him to go away at this point and either... Uh, Find something else. Find something new. Because uh, I think the problem is he is going up against actual heels in Andrade and Malakai. And if he is the guy getting booed, then he's sabotaging the actual heel story, the narrative of Andrade and Malakai. Chino, what do you think? I actually have a bigger problem with Cody dressing up as Fuego del Sol. <laughs> if you guys have of not... All things. Of all things, listen, okay, let's, let's go on a tirade here. So if you haven't seen the latest episode of Dark, there was a match there where uh, Dean Alexander and Takashi 5'9 
took on uh, <laughs> Cody Rhodes and uh, <laughs> that name of <laughs> Cody Rhodes Kid Kid Bandit whatever the fuck his name was and um, and Fuego del Sol 2 which was a gimmick that they carried over from the Sammy vlog why would you give 10 minutes to this match which was clearly an internet inside joke and then have every other match before it be squash. <laughs> Why would you dedicate 10 minutes of valuable YouTube time to a match that only a handful of internet fanboys can relate to and then have every other match be a squash? Because that's the problem of AEW. This isn't the first time I've ranted about this. This will probably not be the last time. I've ranted about this. But if AEW keeps wasting airtime to tell these vlog stories or these inside jokes that fans lang nila mga gets, then how are they going to beat WWE? Diba? It's not as inclusive a product as they would like to think. Kasi hindi siya relatable. Diba? How are fans supposed to get that this guy is not Cody Rhodes and is actually Fuego Del Sol's son? For some strange reason. What is the point of this? Other than to waste people's time on a stupid bit. Right? <laughs> right? Roman in his interview with Complex, I think it was. Uh, you can correct me because I can't remember where he did the interview with. But um, he knows, he understands that AEW is really working for the internet fan base. And... Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I think there's nothing wrong with that at all. You just have to um, properly contextualize it and not delude yourself that doing this will get you as much uh, viewers as the WWE or more. Parang, uh, okay lang naman eh, na mag-focus ka sa internet fans. Eh. Pero wag na natin lukoy sa lili natin na it will be needle-moving, if you will. Yeah, and hindi sabihin nyo kay Tony Khan yan because he really wants to beat WWE. <laughs> and he keeps doing this shit. So how is he going to beat WWE while doing this internet fanboy nonsense on a weekly basis? I mean, come on, you know what's you know, you know what's weird here? Like, AEW has really built up a reputation of sending the fans home happy and listening to the fans. And yet, these are glaring bits where they're not listening to the fans. No, no, they do listen to the fans. They're just listening to the other kind of fan. Um, no, to be mean, fair, with the Cody thing, with Cody, the Cody and the thing, heel turn right. thing, the Cody thing they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're clearly not listening to the people no, that's, doing, I think, and they're acknowledging I think, it. I think that's just Cody, not not them. Uh, Cody listening, not listening to the people who are booing him. Because he's the one who doesn't have a He's the one who doesn't have a He's the real-life Ace Spade. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. It's also based in Georgia. Oh. Wrestling doesn't have one royal family. <laughs> so there. Uh, somebody asked in the comments, Kanina, who do you have coming out of the finals of the AEW World uh, Title Eliminator? See, John, uh, John Maui yung nagtanong. I think it's Brian uh, and Mox. Brian. It's gotta be Brian. Brian Mox. Yeah, it's probably Brian Mox. Or sino muna nalo? Yeah, finals though, finals. Final. Ah, Brian Mox, yeah. Uh, according to the leaked um, full gear card that was on the picture of Tony Khan in uh, Daly's place, I think it was, uh, it's Mox versus uh, Brian for the finals. 
Yeah, uh, you, you guys got to know this if you haven't seen the picture yet. Uh, Tony Khan was attending this event at Daly's place, and then daladala niya yung booking notebook niya. Oh, yung booking notebook niya na hinayaan niya pa picture. Oh, so nung napicturean siya, nakabaligtad yung notebook, kita yung card ng full gear, naka-handwriting niya, and the, the sleuths on the internet with their eagle eyes took a screenshot, oh, nakita na nila yung card. And so far, <laughs> medyo accurate siya. So, the internet, man. <laughs> Uh, that's just amateur hour shit from DK. I mean, this is you should know better as a booker of a multi-billion dollar company. I mean, unless in a janiyama picture your booking notebook. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we got more thoughts on AEW. We'll talk about uh, that that John Moxley promo. Really good. We'll talk about that. Plus Lance Archer also coming up later on. But first, we got to take a break and let you know how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Shopee. All right, guys, uh, payday sales coming up at the end of the month. All you got to do to support the podcast with your shopping on Shopee is use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash W9X, podlink.co slash W, the number nine, and the letter X. Type that in your mobile browser. It will take you to the app, add to cart, and check out from there. And what you buy will help us do what we do here on the podcast at no extra cost to you. If you also want to um, upgrade your wardrobe through your purchases over at Nike Southeast Asian online store, you can do that with our special affiliate link as well. Yeah, sneakers are getting big in wrestling. So if you want to up your sneaker game as well, you can get your favorite fresh kicks at the Nike Southeast Asia store. All you got to do is use our link, podlink.co slash 2J8, podlink.co slash 2J8. Uh, it will take you to the store. What you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost to you. Let's take a break and hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. If you're a podcaster or plan to create your own podcast soon, we want to share with you a tool that we use to help monetize our podcast. It's called Podmetrics. You may have heard about it before, but let me tell you now, Podmetrics is a platform that allows you to have full control of how you monetize your podcast. You can collab with brands just like we do here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast and choose between the many merchants that fit your podcast's audience. It also gives you tips and samples on how to execute your ads properly so you can maximize your earning potential. Not just that, you can also track how many of your listeners you were able to convert and know how much you've earned in real time. Cashing out is also a breeze. So if you're a podcaster, make sure you sign up by clicking the link in the description of this podcast episode and use our referral code WRESTLING2XPOD. That's WRESTLING2 XPOD so you can monetize your podcast too. Let's get some shout-outs over on Kumu. All right, guys. Uh, we have some new commenters on Kumu right now. Jay Villalon21111 um, is uh, really uh, talking about the AEW stuff that we were talking about. Uh, too fast, too fuego. Ha, ha, ha. Um, for Sammy's vlog, because AEW Dark is a YouTube show, that's why that is a big deal on the Dark shows. Uh, Kyle says, hey, J12s. Yeah. Uh, Jordan 12s. Scumageddon says a, sends a ha-ha-ha. Thank you for that. Uh, what else do we got here? Scumageddon says it's probably Saray versus Mandy Rose for the NXT Women's Championship eventually. 
saying hey as well to new listener, uh, new uh, follower on uh, Kumu Sensei D33. Uh, sabi niya, sa Halloween havoc, laging may mask figure na nagkakosta match. That's true. Last yeah. year it was the way, and this year it was the uh, uh, Kodakai. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thank you guys for joining us here on uh, the live stream on Kumu. Thank you guys for tuning in on our wrestling talk. All right, let's talk about John Moxley because my God, that was a quick uh, three-minute promo, two-minute promo on weekend, and it was really, really good. Like we saw in character evolution, we saw the motivation, and we understand in such a short amount of time why he's doing what he's doing right now. Yeah, people are asking uh, in the comments, is Moxley turning heel? No, I don't think he's turning heel. He just really wants to spend a lot of time with his baby. So he wants to wrestle fast matches. So that is why he squashed number 10 uh, earlier today. And I don't think he is being mean. He just doesn't care because everyone else is not his kid. He just wants to be with his kid. Yeah, no, I agree. So I... With Roy I mean, here, unless right? you're an absentee father or an abusive I mean, yeah, father. Yeah, so if you're a you're if you're a no good dad, then yeah, sure, if you want to go there. But I don't think he is because because if he is, then he be he need to take a relationship with that. But I'm not privy to his private life, so I I'm just gonna say that all the best to him and say hopefully his kid grows up great. Hey, um, all I'll say is that if you want to learn how to cut a good promo, watch the Moxley promo. Sobrang efficient. Uh, it's structured really well, tells a great story, and you get to figure out the character's motivations easily in three minutes. So, you know, you, you don't need to trot someone out without explaining why they suddenly have a character shift. A promo like that can explain everything. And that's why when Mox and, and Number 10 had their match Kanina, I understood it. I got it easily. And that's because of that promo. So, you know, yeah. good job to John Moxley and the people who wrote that promo with him. Uh, really quickly, we're glad that Lance Archer's okay. He's been tweeting out since that scary um, incident where he landed on his head under-rotation on the moonsault. Um, I'm, I'm just really happy he's okay, man. Yeah, uh, shit happens. So these things happen even at the highest level of the game. Uh, so please save your, your botcha manias and you know, AEW botch tags. Uh, for another more deserving person. Actually, no, nobody deserves that because botches happen at all levels of the game. And uh, no matter how much you've been training, sometimes it can just go wrong. So really glad he's okay. Uh, Roman J will talk about the American top team guys next week. Pag napili na sila ng inner circle. And you know, when we <laughs> when we predict full gear, okay? Yeah, uh, it should uh, be fun when, when that happens. Let's go outside AEW and talk about the inspiration now because you know we, we started with Robbie Eagles, let's talk about his fellow PWA alumni, uh, Jessica, uh, Jessica McKay and Cassie Lee. I, I, I still refer to them as Billy and Peyton. Uh, they've appeared at Bound for Glory, Tanan, in-ring return for the first time in like half a year, and they won the Knockout Tag Team Championships from Decay in their debut. Yeah, um, people are saying it's a very impact thing to do, but uh, these guys or these girls are your biggest names in a while. So yeah. you have to put the t- the championships on them. Right? Yeah, I mean, yes, it's an impact thing to do, but also at the same time, I think they're also deserving. Yeah, because right? they draw they draw uh, they draw eyes to your product. They're fresh new faces for the brand, which have which has need and uh, has needed. Uh, fresh faces for the women's division quite some time. So, okay naman. For me, while it is an impact thing to do, it's also a good thing for them. 
plus they're really good. Like Jessica and Cassie are both very, very talented wrestlers. So you know, I you know, there, there's no taking that away from them at all. Totally well agree. deserved, if you ask me. Agree, agree. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, since we're talking about Impact, Christian Cage no longer the champion. Apparently, he moves snud. But I just watched the YouTube so clips. It's, and it's crazy. Like, wow. It's it's so crazy. <laughs> so, so so let's break it down for the people, right? Christian Cage and Josh Alexander go at it for the Impact World Championship. Um, Christian Cage loses to Josh Alexander. Celebration happens, and then Moose, who wins a Call Your Shot Battle Royale earlier in the night walks out and calls his shot. So basically, it's a money-in-the-bank type of deal where he cashes in his stipulation, spears Josh Alexander in front of his family, <laughs> and then wins the Impact title. If there was anything more Impact than this, I don't know what it is. Because it's like, very chaotic and very PNAS. Yeah, um... <laughs> AEW did impact a favor by, you know, giving them Christian and, you know, drawing eyes back to the product. Wow, look at that. I mean, like, I don't think a lot of people wanted Moose to be champion again, especially with the groundswell of support that Josh Alexander had. So, yeah, um, you know, real contrast between companies where AEW wants to send the crowd home happy. Um, Impact just wants to do something crazy and... Get the and be WWE light, if you will. Just happening, Adam. Yeah, Bronson Reed was scheduled for uh, Bound for Glory. He was pulled, according to the dirt sheets. It was because of um, the card being overbooked. It's something to that extent. It might be something else. We don't know. Maraming former WWE talents. Yeah. Na, contact for Bound for Glory yeah, but and, and, they were and, not finalized yeah. yep I mean you know the inspiration came there former WWE talent so if you're looking for a big name nagaling WWE there, there's that Jessica McKay and Cassie Lee your new knockout stag team champions last bit of news here uh, we woke up to this news now Ring of Honor is releasing all of its wrestlers who are under contract and they're going on hiatus during the first quarter of next year. They're preparing to pivot. So this is really sad news, really unfortunate because it's never easy to hear about somebody losing a job. Laluneto, it's an entire company releasing an entire roster of wrestlers. Um, I'm sure now it's because of the pandemic, right? Because th- uh, times have been really hard for every company, basically in every industry. So um, there's really not much to say here other than it, it just sucks that this happened. I, I want to say that um, ROH handled this well, I think. I think uh, they knew they were bleeding money uh, that they didn't have. And to release everyone at a time where people can look for, can get jobs elsewhere was really great handling of the pandemic situation. Um, it is really uh, something to be said uh, about, you know, not letting anyone go having a pandemic pa in the States. So uh, I knew it was only, I mean, I didn't know, but it was only like a matter of time before the pandemic caught up to a company like ROH, right? And um, they just did what they could. And I, I, don't, I don't think ROH is dead in the water. I think they will re-sign a bunch of, or they will sign a bunch of new guys and just go in a completely different direction next year. So we'll see about that and we'll see what happens. Even if they did release all this talent, talent still has options to work now. They still yes, have a lot more exactly. to go to, and a lot more companies will pick them up. So it's 
it, well, it is unfortunate that they had to lose their jobs. A lot of them were released with good contracts still intact and allowed them to find work elsewhere immediately. Yeah. Uh, speaking of releases, uh, Roman J also reminding us that Greg Hamilton is no, no longer with WWE. So he changed his handles back to his real name, Greg Hudson. Uh, I believe on Instagram, Greg Hamilton, WWE Parincha. And it's very weird timing because just a few days ago, he was tweeting and commenting on West Side Gun's Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> as in the rapper. Yeah. Because uh, West Side Gun songs have been using samples of Greg Hamilton's voice. Nang naga announced sa WWE and, and Greg, then Greg Hamilton, Hamilton called had been out, commenting. Uh, <laughs> called Westside Gun out saying that uh, Westside Gun owed him upwards of twenty thousand dollars and that he was gonna sue with WWE lawyers. And then a few days later, ina uh, in announced na Greg Hamilton has been released and Greg uh, has since put out a statement on Instagram that it was a mutual release now on both sides. Now, so ina sabi ni Greg Hamilton. Now, we don't really know anything beyond that. It's just really weird timing that this all happened and that Greg Hamilton was picking a fight with West Side Gun. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to say. Sign out to it's mutual, you know, because that would be really bad for him if it wasn't. Yeah. Um, well, as, as someone who works in the voiceover industry and knows a thing or two about uh, wanting to get paid for your work, you know, I, I hope that Greg Hamilton and Westside Gun are able to resolve this issue because I do know where Greg Hamilton is coming from. I see it. Probably was just not handled the best way by going through the Instagram comments route. I just hope that it gets resolved. Mm. Uh, people are asking where he might land. I don't know. Um, AEW only really has Justin Roberts and they do have a lot of shows, so they could use another ring announcer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... I don't know. I don't know if he wants to work for wrestling still. So we'll see about that. Yeah, yung sinabi niya sa Instagram is that 52 weeks a year has been really tough on him. He has an a- uh, an aging and ailing mother uh, and uh, a sister na kailangan ring alagaan. So baka ano, ba- you know, baka nga totoo na mutual release yun on both sides. So there's that. All right. We're down towards the tail end of the show. Let's get to our picks of the week before we get to our announcement of the winner. I'm going to start my pick of the week is obviously Bobby Two Belts, Robbie Eagles, and Tiger Mask versus Suzuki Goon for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships for all the reasons we talked about earlier. All right. Uh, my pick of the week is Tommaso Ciampa versus Braun Breaker from NXT Halloween Havoc yesterday. Good match. Okay, my pick of the week will come after I tell you to listen to this week's episode of Class Clown. Because double booked ako ngayon eh. Hinahanap na ako ng PNA dun sa stream niya sa Instagram. <laughs> which is happening right now, by the way. Right now, on PNA's Instagram. Hey. We're going to do a Halloween listening party with Stories PH and myself and the hosts of Asia in the Shadows, which is a true crime podcast on PNA as well. Go check out PNA's Instagram right now. And also Class Clown coming out tomorrow, Halloween end. Yun lang. My pick goes out to King Xavier because All right. reasons mentioned. All right, everybody All right. say bye, Chino. Right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Good luck sleeping tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the picks of the week from the comment section. See Bruce, Dominic Mysterio versus Austin Theory. I like this new feud that they're building up, so I agree here. Uh, Leo's pick of the week, yung main event ng Raw, Chaka uh, Champa and Braun Breaker. Adam's pick of the week, Bobby Two Belts. For Joseph, it's Seth versus Edge. For John Christopher, it's Pac Andrade 2. For Roman J, it's Chucky invading NXT 2.0. Okay. 
<laughs> uh, for Neil Patrick, it's Stu Grayson cosplaying as Kratos from God of War. Si Wilson yung pick niya, raw fatal four way ladder match. Si Emil um, Shibata's return against the hey, yeah. yeah, sure. Serena okay. versus Hikarushida from Dynamite. Uh, Jomari yung ladder match as well. Roman J, Helena Cell, Edge versus Rollins. Uh, for Waki, I'm assuming this is King Xavier. And for Julian, it's Seth versus Edge and Braun versus Champa. For Matthew, Bobby Fish versus CM Punk. That was a fun match. Kanina. Uh, si Angelo, three way for the vacant Impact X Division Championship. For Yuan, Toxic Attraction, all belts. And for Patrick, Seth versus Edge. Finally, for Roman J, Mansoor versus Ali at Crown Jewel. Meron din tayo sa Kumu, sa Kumu. Have at uh, it. Scumaged- Scumageddon is uh, Christian versus Josh Alexander and Moxley's book, which is uh, coming out next week. So, sana mayroon dito. Uh, Kyle also with Toxic Attraction All Belts. So, yeah. All right. Thank you to everybody who sent in your picks of the week. Uh, before we get to the announcement of the winner, check out On Deck. Season 3 is wrapped up. The entire catalog is on Spotify. Please follow the podcast as well. And uh, go check out Chinoy TV's Chinese by Blood, Filipino by Heart. It's on CNN Philippines, Sundays at 8 p.m. And I took a big old dump on the resiliency narrative last Sunday. So that was pretty fun to watch. Okay, uh, Babyface producer Gail, let's put up the wheel. Meron tayong wheel of names because we're giving away the broken Matt Hardy action figure complete with Vanguard 1. So Rose uh, displaying that right now. Look at all those names. and dami pangalan. Uh, we got like 46 entries for this one. 46 entries for episode 450. Ito'y Handog ng Wrestling Wrestling Podcast bilang pasasalamat sa inyong lahat. Babyface Producer Gel, spin that wheel. Let's go! That's a lot of names. I can't believe they all fit. Okay. 46 entries. So you have a 1 in 46 shot. And our winner is... Is 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 Michael Michael Escocio. What up, man? Thank, congrats, Michael. Uh, if you're listening right now, uh, hopefully you are. <laughs> Michael. Yeah, I'll PM you after this. Don't worry. Uh, to find out how you can get your broken Matt Hardy action figure. All right. So thank you very much to everybody for joining. Uh, this is not the last promo, but we've had oh, some no promos. Man for 2021 di pa to, di pa to yung huli, okay? so mga as we close out 2021 so stick around for that in the meantime uh, join us on patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast full gear in a couple of weeks our friend Bibo Reyes will be joining us on the live stream to predict full gear that's happening in a couple of weeks for now though please follow us on social media Facebook and Instagram at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, Twitter and TikTok at Wrestling2XPod, and syempre on Spotify para sa mga hindi pa nagpa-follow. Michael Escocia's actually tuned in. Congrats, bud. Hey, Michael. Congrats, guys. All right. Thank you to everybody. Thank you to Babyface Producer Gel, all the other Babyface Producers at Podcast Network Asia, and thank you to the patrons, subscribers, followers, viewers, listeners, and friends. On behalf of Romaran and Chino Liao, please wash your hands, wear your masks, uh, register to vote by the panel this weekend. Uh, get your vaccines and go out and vote next year. Right? My name is Stan C. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Out. Bye bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. 
Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.